journey I would say was when we went to Hawaii in 2016 um, first time I'd ever been to Hawaii ever been in my life I was hyping it up oh my god to me this is the best place to go I was like I've been to Jamaica it's cool got to Hawaii and we were on the beach um, I think it was Black Sand Beach um, and a little bit before we left for Hawaii you asked me a question you were like what do you doing like why why do you keep starting and stopping with music like do you really want it because you're not treating it like you are taking it seriously you're treating it like a hobby and I got all mad and defensive I was like you don't know what you're talking about and it I did whatever it was done out of sight out of mind and it wasn't until Hawaii sitting on that beach that I had complete stillness First time that I can remember ever being still and being in nature, just being, being present. And again, with ADHD, like that's a hard thing to get in our world. And in that moment, I decided, or a higher power, whatever, shot me down with the thought. And I asked myself, yeah, well, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life? What do I, what kind of life do I want, for real? Like, and now I'm married, all these things, and I didn't have an answer. But I realized that I love to make music. I love it. It's, I, I feel more alive when I'm making music than I do when I'm doing anything else. So I couldn't help but ask myself the question, why am I not doing it full time? Why am I not doing, putting more into it? And then I came home, life as, you know, business as usual, I'm going to work, 
for something different. I never wanted to be in corporate for the rest of my life, but I was suffocating. I started, I felt suffocated at work. Short temper. I was getting short temper with my boss. I didn't care. I didn't want to be there. And I needed to get out of his head. So then I quit. And uh, I decided to quit. I had the conversation with you. I you know, talked to my parents, talked to your parents, whatever. And uh, I quit. And I was on this like high horse. Like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I had this vision. And I wasn't quitting to be just a rapper. I was quitting to build a business, right? I, I had the whole, okay, so, so we call it, you know, the Maker Mob, like the whole fan base is called the Maker Mob because it's a lifestyle. Like, I'm, this is what I had, the vision. But I didn't know nothing about it. And I jump off the mountain and I don't know how to fly. So I'm free falling. No parachute, no nothing. And my life took a doubt. My life is tumbling with me. And we had bought the house in March of 2016. No, we closed in April of 2016 on the house. Um, I had just recently gotten a, a promotion. So I was making more money. Uh, all these things on the outside looked like they were going right for me. And I left it. I, I risked it all. I literally risked everything to do to build something that I had no idea how to build. I built a studio in the house and taught myself how to audio engineer. Like all these things, but like, I was unhappy. And I hit a wall and I was, for the first time in my life, felt the depression. But I didn't know it. And my whole life, I've been a protector. I've been the person I've been the, the stable one. I've been the pillar. I've been the one with the answers. I've been the one that people look to for strength, for energy, whatever. And for the first time in my life, I couldn't look to myself for that. I never, ever created a culture of being able to talk to other people. I've, not, I've never been vocal. I've never been open. I've always been closed off. It's just who I am or who I was. And uh, I relied on myself more than anybody else on the planet. And when I couldn't anymore, I didn't know what to do. And that broke me in ways that I wasn't aware of at the time. And, and we talked about, like, I, I was unemotional, right? Like, I was unemotional. So the I literally... Didn't I wouldn't cry if people would pass away. I wouldn't feel anything. I, I if you would get mad at me, which happened, it was happening a lot, a lot, yeah. right? Like you're like I'm gonna like we we gotta get divorced, this that, and like constant night after night, like we're having like these blowout fights, and really it wasn't blowout fights. It was you airing out your grievances, airing out like your frustration and stuff, and I'm just sitting there quietly, quietly. I'm not fighting back. I don't say anything. I'm apologizing. But the problem was that I didn't even know. I didn't even know whether I was wrong or not. I just didn't like that. You felt this way. So I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll change it. I'll change it. I'll change it. I didn't know what I was changing. I didn't know anything. 
And I didn't feel anything until that one day we were coming home from an awesome night hanging out with our friends or whatever. And we got in a fight literally right before we got home. It was like a great, it was a great night. And then all of a sudden, boom, something happened. I don't know, something stupid. We got in a fight and it just spiraled, spiraled. And then uh, we got home and we're sitting there. And I was like, no, you're not going to bed. Come here, sit. Like, we got to talk about this. Because I had a policy, like, you can't go to bed mad. And I started talking. And all this stuff started coming out that I was unaware of. And I was crying. And I was like, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And I remember you didn't say anything, right? You were like, okay. And in that moment, I was like, whatever because I was just I was equally as shocked and skeptical like shut up right because like I have this person that I used to be and I was a people pleaser and I would do anything to make somebody else feel better whether that meant saying something that I didn't mean doing something that that was detrimental for me Doing something, even if I would get angry. Like for my parents, I did so many things. For you, I did something like when you launched Handmade by Shayna. I quit my corporate job to build a music career and build an empire. And here I am building your website for you. Helping you buy ingredients. Helping you design all these. I I didn't put that, that kind of work into my own business. That I quit my livelihood for. That I risked my life for. And here I am bending over backwards to go for you. I did everything for other people. And so I, did, I couldn't trust myself. That, what do you mean you're depressed? But I felt it. And I didn't know what it was, but I knew it needed to get better. And I mean, we went to marriage counseling because it didn't get better then, right? Like, with the marriage counseling and that, you forced me. <laughs> like, you were like, either marriage counseling or divorce, you pick. And I was like, really? So... Obviously, I picked marriage counseling because... Well, I mean, you didn't have to if you really felt like, you know, like yeah, a, well, a lot of people in this world don't want to be in a relationship, so... And that's the thing, though. Like, you offered me so many... Out. You tried to get out so many times. You were like, I just want to go... Like, as is, you were missing your family. Yeah. Right? And, like, you were so miserable that you got the okay from your parents, like, just like, we want what's best for you, right? And they did the right thing in terms of, like, supporting you. But at that moment for yourself, for whatever reason, you decided not to leave, but, like, it got to that point, and I still, something to this day I can't put my finger on that, like, I didn't quit. I didn't give up fighting because it was exhausting to fight. It was exhausting to feel... Like, I was worthless. I was useless. I was not valued. Like, all these things. I'm, I'm here washing dishes. I'm here doing the laundry. I'm doing all these things. And then it takes some time for me. It takes me away from making music. And it takes me away from building the thing that I'm trying to build. And then you come home and you're like, where's the money? What'd you do today? And I'm like, oh, I, I, I washed dishes. I bought, went and bought groceries. I went and ran these errands. I went and did this and that. And you're like, okay, no, I'm not, I don't care about that. That's how stuff. What'd you do for yourself? What'd you do for work? 
So I was caught between, I was at war and I didn't even know it. But I became aware after we went to marriage counseling and then spawned off into personal develop, personal counseling, I slowly became aware that, oh my God, I'm all worth it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a wolf in sheepskin. I remember that day that you realized that. I, got, I When you were talking about when I was journaling every night, right? Like, or when I was journaling to pick myself apart every night. And you were like, what are you, why are you talking to yourself like this? Is that, it wasn't until I did that, like, in those moments, I was like, man, you're a coward. Dude, you are a coward. Like, holy crap, that is the most pansy thing you could have done in your life. Like, that's crazy. I put on a, a sheepskin, I call it a mink coat. I'm a rapper, I guess. But I put on this mink coat because some people that I love call me called me selfish. And I didn't want to be selfless, I wanted to be not selfish. And uh, I knew that my parents were gonna love me no matter what. So I was like, why are they call me selfish? And it's just because I'm being myself. I'm being authentically myself and I'm doing good. Like I'm just if we're playing sports, I'm just Naturally, I'm good at sports, so like I was doing good. And if that gets me called selfish, how do I fix that? If I underperform, my parents are gonna hate me. No, my parents are gonna love me no matter what. So I changed who I was, and I realized that all these things in my life, like music, um, why I didn't have direction in my life, why I didn't have purpose in my life, why I felt like I was a product of everybody else's life. Well, I felt like I couldn't make my own decision. I wasn't confident. I was insecure. I was whatever it may be. It was because I allowed myself to feel that way. So now it was time to change that. And your question was, what was the moment? And I can't talk about moment. that moment because it wasn't. It was... From the day I was I, I was born up until that oh my god moment that I was at war. So what do you think your purpose is? Like my purpose in life? Yeah. Like what's your reason? Which like why? My so, my purpose, my reason, well, the, those are two different things, but I, 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 my purpose is to, carry the torch, do my, do my part. Um, so, there's two people in my bloodline that were my predecessors that have that built the foundation their their lives were designed to be an example of what could be and um, they were also to ignite something 
in me for the world. And the first person was is my dad, grandfather. Um, and everybody says I look like him, literally, but like so many different things. I get my art. I get my art from both of my grandparents or both of my grandfathers, but um, mom's dad, I didn't really know him. He passed before I really grew up and had a chance to know him. So I really identify him with my dad's dad. And uh, just his personality, his stature. I mean, when he passed away, they closed the whole town in India. Like the street vendors and stuff didn't close. They didn't make a life, a, a living out of respect for him for a few hours and that's I mean when he like people were coming up to my grandma and saying that you know you have no idea what Bala did for us and all these things just the type of man he was he built a legacy he, he built a uh, he was powerful yeah he was he was powerful he was highly highly respected nobody tried to play him nobody thought about playing him and that's because, not, not because he was feared, because he was a bad person. It was feared because people idolized him because he did right. He exemplified what living a life and doing the right thing can get you. People are afraid to be their lesser selves in front of you. And then uh, the second person is uh, his own. Um, I, so I have an own tattered on my forearm right above the word what it read above my name, Nacre. And uh he's my little cousin passed away uh from cancer a little over a year ago. And uh he was thirteen, he passed away. Born and raised in America, Jersey. Um, got diagnosed just after our reception use. And, uh, cool, yeah. And, uh, like at our reception in Houston, he was like, I have a toothache, or whatever he thought it was a toothache. Um, but they went back and he got diagnosed with cancer, and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't break. Um, his nickname is Optimistic Ohm. He has a foundation. He got uh, a mural in their their township library. He has uh, like all these amazing like uh, these annual walk like eighty five k. He told a bully like he he talked a, to a bully who like this kid who was bullying somebody else and he was like he had a civilized conversation with this bully that like, hey, how would you feel if that was your sister? Like, you shouldn't treat people that way. Whatever he said to him, he changed his kid's life. He took a little kid on stage at, at, at a walk and was like, who was rooting for another team that he didn't like a football team. And he was like, you know what? On the field, we may be enemies, but in, in the fight against cancer, we're all in it together. And like his, I, I believe like after their own past, that the good dude I am. But it's not a tragedy. Like some people come on earth as angels and they're here to teach us that 
life can be amazing in the face of adversity, in, if you're a dot in a world of adversity, life can still be amazing. Don't change your amazing. Don't change your greatness. Don't change your, don't change yourself for the pain. Don't, don't compromise. If you're going to live, you're going to die. And if you're going to die, you might as well live to the fullest. That's like, he's the second foundation. And it showed me that like, I don't believe in coincidences. And it showed me that you can't have these two incredible people that both passed before they both lived. One lived before you came and one was born after you came. They both passed before you. Don't let that happen in vain. Like, Understand why you connected with them. You feel you felt a certain connection. I didn't talk to him every day, but I felt something from him that I still to this day can't put words on. And it's I can't I chalk it up to it's reason. It was it was it's faith. And if it's faith, then I have to have faith in that, and I have to do my part. And it was I wasn't given the gift of my voice. I wasn't given the gift of my music and the gift of my speaking abilities or whatever it may be. My name is Yush and Yush means fame. This was just thing is coincidences. When I was born and I was named, nobody knew that I was going to know how to rap. So I didn't get all these things for no reason. It's because these things alone are going to give me a platform, but that platform is not for these things. That platform is for this torch. So my purpose is to remind people that life is extraordinary. Remember that you're breathing. Like you, your heart is a gift. Tony Robbins in his meditation says, be grateful for your heart. As long as it beats, you live. You didn't have to work for it. It was given to you. And that's a fact. Like, your life is a gift. And if you understand that, yeah, you can be ha having all these terrible things happening to you. Like, I had a lot happen to me. I had things that are, I consider, more tough for me. I have things that are nothing for what a lot of other people have gone through. But it was my trauma, right? And it, it caused me to put a shield on my true self to protect myself. And that shield was so thick that I didn't feel a thing. And that translated into so many other Into parts. every other area of my life, right? So the, but who put this shield there? Not who, yeah. not who I really am. The other version of me, the lesser version of me, and it was out of a fear mechanism. I was afraid that if I allowed this thing happening in my house to touch me emotionally, I would break. And I couldn't let that happen because I'm the protector. And if I'm depressed, like it was after I quit corporate, all these things I got, I mean, it ended up downward, I was in a downward spiral and I almost lost everything in my life. And I know that if I, um, I mean, I'm a fighter. I know that I was never going to give up, but I didn't have anything left. And that's, where did that energy come Where did that grit come from? Where did that? 
I don't care if you're in my way, I will go through you. Where did that come from? My make. And uh, when I quit and I rebranded, stopped going by your speed. I was in the shower. When you're in the shower, you're in theta state. And that's when all these, you always have ideas come to you when you're in the shower because you're relaxed. You're, you're meditating while you're awake. And that's where Maker came from. I told you right then there, I was like, Maker. You're like, excuse me? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go by Maker. And you're like, why? What do you mean? So I explained to her, I was like, it's me. It's me. I keep blaming my music career, my lack of music career on everybody else, but it's me. If it, if it's, if it is to be, it is up to me. My accounting professor said that to me before I had any idea what it meant. So I changed my name to Maker. And that was the beginning of me going alone myself, making sure that Maker showed up, not the sheep. Amazing. That's amazing. Woo! Did y'all get that? I hope it wasn't too all over the place to, no, it was, to grab. it was actually really good. It was one of the best he's done. Not only the battles. I got goosebumps like three times and almost cried five. It's amazing. Amazing. Um, well, I really hope that y'all let that one sit with you. Um, take a minute. I would say wait a day before you binge watch our last episode, because that's that's heavy. There's a lot of meaning in there, and season two is going to kind of dig deeper into all the things he just said um, a little bit more, which is going to be awesome. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna concentrate on one thing at a time. Yeah, he kind of brought up a lot. And what um, you what you all you what everything you talked about things that led you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, let that one sit with you. I think I have to let it sit with me. <laughs> and I've heard it before. I don't know what I said. I said a lot. Really good. Really good. Um, definitely let us know what you guys thought. Of course, um, like, comment below. If you're not in our Facebook group, you're missing out. Uh, please follow us on social media. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Click on the bell so you know when our next season's up. And just... Wow. Stay engaged. Yeah, stage. I'm still a loss of words. I, I hope you guys are as mindful as I am because I'm probably a little biased, but it is what it is. That's love. Ugh. I take it. All right. We love you guys. We really hope that we're doing something for you and providing you value. That's the only reason we're here doing this. So we just want, we just want to share the epiphanies that we've had and how we're living our better lives now. We want you to live, start living your best life now too. There's no reason you can't because again, you're the only one standing in your way. So we hope that makes more sense. And me versus me, episode four, this is a wrap. Watch your mouth when I come around. I'ma shut it down. Got that sound that's gonna run the town. In and out the town. Ain't no way around. It flows astounding. And I got that bounce. Pound for pound. Hardest out. 